the answer to your question is really a multifaceted kind of a uh, question, and it really affects all parents in all ways. Because if you take out the details of this specific scenario, you'll see that everybody has this question all the time, which is why I want to speak about it. Your daughter is friendly with somebody, and that person is bad for her. You wish that she would not be her friend. Please walk. Don't walk over there. Go. There's a path. There you go. Now you can. Walk. Yeah. Okay. Um, and you don't want your daughter to do this, right? Whether it's a girl that's toxic for her, a boy, a man, a dog, doesn't matter. There's something that your kid is doing, you don't want her to do it. The bottom line is that our success and and your your what you've described with your success so far is huge. Our success comes from realizing that we can't control. These kids, okay. There are certain kids that you could control. Maybe there's still some. Anybody have any normal kids left at home that you can actually control? Not so sure. But a kip, a kid like this, who was where she was, you can't control her. So the the experience that TP parents have, which is a very yucky, deeply disturbing experience, is knowing what your kid is doing. And always wanting to jump in and save her or him. Don't smoke weed. Don't do cocaine. Don't hang out this. Don't drive when you're drunk. Don't, 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 don't. All these things are bad for you because I love you. Now, what you said before is so amazing. Your daughter's friend, her parents have no clue what she's doing. And she's engaged in horrific, dangerous acts. Parents are clueless. They have their rules. She's abiding by the rules. She's out of their life. I just want to say again for the recording what your daughter said when you said, please don't ever be like that girl, and, and which is, I'm not giving away your identity because this is, you know, universal, right? Don't be like those parents, like that girl and, and hide things from the parents. And the girl said, well, I don't need to because they're not like you. I could be open with you. So being open with your, your child, if I was a kid and, and a parent would say to a kip, Please don't hide things from me. As a lawyer for the KIPP, I would say, please don't make me. And the proof is you. As soon as you start a TP and you built trust and all of that, you don't need to. So parents who say, my kid is a manipulator, my kid's a liar, I'm like, you want the truth? You can't handle the truth. You keep on shutting down the kid and saying, crazy, of course they're not going to share with you. So in extreme situations, which is all I deal with, there's really a, a great divide, and there's no middle ground. You're either going to not know what your kid is doing or who they're doing it with, in which case maybe you could say, you know, they're oblivious and it's wonderful, right, but their kids are in tremendous danger and they're doing nothing to heal them. Think about the, the health, Baruch Hashem, that your kid has from last year to this year, which was done not by Utah, but by you, Ta, and Ma. I mean, people spend $150,000 on psych wards or not to get your kid to change from where she was to where she is. So their, their kid is floating away and they're oblivious. Okay. You, on the other hand, like many TP families, that you have built tremendous trust that she can tell you anything. Now you have to deal with what you're hearing. And you keep on wanting to say, stop, stop, don't do this for your benefit. Forget about you. You already passed it. It's not not for Hashem, not for Torah. It's your benefit. You are. This is going to make you feel terrible. 
or you know every time you do this and this, you come back feeling horrible. Stop. Don't do it, right? I have to remind you that you're watching a movie. You're not part of the movie. The only psychology that would ever work is reverse psychology, which we try not to do, but they have reactants, and you can't control them. So first of all, as you hear and see things that that the things that you have to experience watching your child's reality, which is a begin of a they're so confused. Nabuch, Nabuch. It's like you know, like ugh. And you want to just jump in and stop them, and I wish you could. But we already know that the brake on this car hasn't worked for the last 20 stop signs and 20 red lights, and it, every time you hit the brake, it just skids and spins, and it, it doesn't help. So you have to hold that. And by doing the TP method, which is not just holding it for no reason, but in order to bake trust and bake lifting up the child and fixing the nefesh adam and complimenting and surprising, the whole the whole process, but as a Hashem, in a year from now, the same way that she grew from last year to this year, next year you'll look back and say, wow, we, we got another bunch of growth that she's much healthier, making better decisions and all of that. The klal is that people who have a low self-esteem make very bad decisions because they have nothing to lose. Low self-esteem is like how much money you have in the bank. If you have very little money in the bank, then you, you know, so you gamble it. As we all know, Rick Lavoie's famous poker chips. By boosting her self-esteem, which happens, if my parents think I'm... I'm just the best thing in the world. And my parents, they smile every time they see me. And they, whatever I say, they say, great, wow, fantastic. You're so smart. Good, good. You are good. You know, we're with you. We support you. That re, you know, reconnects and sews up the broken self-esteem over time. But in the meantime, they're doing terrible things. But if you're going to jump in and try to stop them, then you're going to be on the outside. You're not going to be able to do the surgery. So that's why your Shaila I wanted to spend a lot of time on is this question that everybody has. Now that we're not criticizing and now that we're inside, we're in, we're undercover, but you know, like we're in. Now we got to deal with what we're watching. And it's very hard not to try to take control. So some parents, they think they're being smart. They say, oh, I'm not going to control them. I'm just going to mention this. And I say, I don't do and they have antennas and they're so smart. Before you open your mouth, they know, I can't trust you. You look down at me. You think I'm stupid. There are only two things that are going to happen if you give your kip any kind of advice. Either they are going to think you're crazy and they're not going to listen or they're going to say, oh, you're right. I'm such an idiot. And it breaks their self-esteem even more. Even by advice. And parents are like, what did I say? What did I do? You sh- your advice is not based on their reality. It's like going to a cripple and saying, it's very healthy to walk a mile a day. You're not in my reality. You don't know what my options are. And very often, the option that they're choosing, which we don't like, was better than the other options that they were going to do that night. And they actually are making wise choices based on their reality. So we have to make sure that we're not going to blow our cover. And our cover, it's not just the game. It's not we're spies we really want to carry this girl. And what carries her is the ability not to lie to you and not to have to, on top of everything she's dealing with, you know how hard it is for that other girl? She has to always lie. I'm going to a friend. Where were you? I went, oh no, I went to another friend and doing homework. She has no parents to deal with her struggle while she's sinking. Your daughter has parents. Now, question is, 
First of all, how can you tell her not that, you know, to please don't do this for your benefit. It's not good for you. I, I don't know of any way to do that. More trips, more surprises, more fun. People who have fun in their life, they have a reason to live. All of a sudden, the brains are there. The same kid that says, oh, I think I'm going to go do da-da-da-da-da. And you can't talk them out of it even if you tried, which is why I tell you not to bother. Because like I always tell you, I never asked you to give up on anything that's working. If there's a possibility to do something, I'll tell you to do it. But we know that that's not possible, right? And that that's a big aside. Big aside is the reason why we don't do things. It's not because old school, new school, this school, that school. We know the other stuff doesn't work, right? So we don't want to do things that don't work. At the same time, we want to be baking in the medicine, the good stuff, so that way, as a Sashem, she's going to heal. And then that same kid is going to all of a sudden start thinking more normal. And she's going to say, oh, you know, I don't hang out with that kid. Why? She's toxic for me. Hello, I've been trying to tell you that for five years. Don't say it. Because as soon as you say it, then it becomes the reactants in their brain. Look it up, encyclopedia, Google, reactants. It makes them stuck with that relationship. Because they go all in, I'm going to fight to the death. No, you know what you're talking about. Nothing wrong with her. There's no person there. So then all of their walls go up, right? And now they have to prove that they're free. And I can't, you know, and they end up stuck longer in that bad situation. So all you do is make things worse. Okay. Now the other question was, what about the fact that this other family is going to get upset at you, that you're taking your daughter who's open with you and her friend who's not open with her parents to do this bad thing? Okay. And that question is a very, very simple answer. Unfortunately, right now, you're in a situation where you have to save your daughter's life. You picked a mahalach, you did your research, I think you're pretty happy with the results so far. Baruch Hashem, okay. So, you can't afford to do anything differently because you can't go to those people. I feel very bad for them, and there's no question about it if the daven for this girl, and I feel bad for them. But the question that you have is, are you, should you be the one to get involved and then blow it up that your daughter's going to be upset at you? You can't afford to do that. Right, okay, so I th- I, probably if you get a call from them, you could say, oh, I thought you knew. Okay. She's going to be like, oh, I don't know, my daughter doesn't tell me anything. I say, if you'd like some help, I can maybe find someone to give you some guidance. It's a very painful, difficult situation, but I had no idea that your daughter was lying to you. I'm not going to interrogate my daughter's friends, you know, and to say, did you tell your parents exactly what you're doing? You know, my daughter told me, and I, I knew what she was doing, and... um I'm sorry that you don't have that relationship with her. Would you like to? And then if yes, you know, give them my card. (laughs) And say, listen, you don't have a relationship with your daughter. You're the ones who, you're you're not only not not helping your daughter while she goes through this, you're part of her pressure and and making her lie and all of that. You can't go ahead and tell them that because they're not going to be listening to you. So you're actually doing the right thing. There was a family here who lives near your neighborhood, and they had the same Shaila on an even deeper level. They had Kips who came to their house doing stuff in their house that's very bad, whose parents would not be happy. And they went to one of the G'dayli Hadar. I could tell you the name afterwards. I just don't want to go on record. But really one of the Litvish G'dayli Hadar. And he told them, you are doing the right thing. They are doing the wrong thing. 
If they could control their kid, let them control their kid. They can't control, and they're not doing the things to create a relationship, and then they're upset at you because you're doing the right thing. One of the parents found out and told, called them up and said, if my daughter comes to your house, do not let her in. I don't want my daughter going to your house. We told her that if she's not going to dress properly and behave properly, she cannot sleep in our house. Like this, she'll go outside and she'll be all alone in the world, and you're ruining everything by taking her in. We had a perfect plan. She was going to be homeless, you know, a couple of nights on the street, and then she'll come crawling home, as if that, I, I haven't seen that work. If it would work, it's not, you know, I'm not, I'm not mushy. It just wants things to work. If it would work, great, go for it. And you're ruining that whole plan, because all of a sudden you took her in. You saw a homeless girl, you took her in, you fed her, you complimented her, you're killing our, our whole thing. They went to the Gadol, the Letusha Gadol, and he said, then go, do me a favor, go around, right there, because I don't want, yeah. No, no, right there, there's a path. Beautiful. Right, he went to this Letusha Gadol, and he said, you cannot send any Nishama out of your house. If they want to help their kid, they should make sure their kid is not homeless. In other words, they are responsible for their kid, and they're not doing the right thing, and they're criticizing, angry at you, you don't send the Shamas out. And the reason why, I mean, we always go to Das Taira, but over here especially, it was that kind of situation where if it would blow up, you know, this was a very prominent family, and they would, so they went to the other families, it's a Das Taira of the whole community. And like this, they didn't have to worry. So what I would recommend is, it is something that you're doing with somebody else's child. If they're going to call you and they're going to get upset, we'll deal with it then. Right now, you don't have a choice because if you're going to tell them, they're going to tell her, she, they're going to tell your daughter, your daughter's going to be upset at you and go back into, I can't trust you, I can't, we can't afford to do that. You have to protect the life of your daughter. Now, you can go to your Das Torah and find out maybe somebody else should tell them, but as long as it doesn't come back to your daughter and to you, most likely that's not going to happen, but it's always good to have a Das Taira that the other family will respect to help you determine what what are you mukhlif to do. So the first thing is, you're not just a stranger who's dealing with a situation. You have you have an actual pikuach nefesh, your child needs you. So you're not going to do anything to sacrifice that. You can't, you can't afford to. Now the next thing is, what is your what are you mukhlif to do with this other family that doesn't get traced back to you? And that, I think you should ask your Das Torah and try to go to a Das Torah that they will respect. And he may, he may take care of it or he may tell you that, you know, they're not, you know, they're, they're not interested in, in, in having a relationship with her right now where they think their way is right or there's nobody to talk to. A lot of times tough people, the Rabbanim will say, they don't listen to me. You know, we don't know. But that's what you have to do. So I hope I answered your question.